0: grab life big
1: all right go bros we got a special show today we are going deep with our pillar killers for genuine contribution yes this was previously recorded on facebook but brought to you via audio from the gobundance studios so let's jump in deep with mr sean lowry and josh painter both incredible guys huge hearts This is going to be a great show. Grab life, big boys. All right, here we go, guys. We are live on Facebook in our GoBundance Elite page right now. So happy to be here with you today for our uh, third Pillar Killer interview. I'm here with our Pillar Killer for uh, Killers for Genuine Contribution, uh, Sean Lowry and Josh Painter, uh, two amazing members who are Uh, Also great friends of mine, Uh, recently we were just in Belize together. I know Sean from uh, the local Philly tribe here, but these guys are amazing. I'm going to let them introduce themselves here in just a moment, Uh, but I just want to say a word or two before we get started. Uh, Number one is uh, we've got some amazing things going on for Steamboat, and at some point during this interview I may show you our preview video, our commercial for Steamboat. It's 90 seconds long. And it's designed to um, inspire you guys to sign up if you haven't already. And uh, also, if you want to share it with guests or other people, it'll be a great medium for you to do that. So that'll be uh, something you guys can all use to let people know about the event if you want to get them signed up. Uh, We are uh, at our uh, final sort of push for ticket sales here. I think we're at about 80 registrants uh, for a 100-person event, so about 10 guests so far, but it's shaping up to be an incredible event. So, hey, guys, thanks for bearing with me. I'm excited, obviously, about our video there and wanted everybody to get an early look at it. But without further ado, I'm happy to introduce these two gentlemen to you and uh, just have each of you share a little bit about yourselves, uh, who you are, what kind of business you're in, tell us a bit about your passions and your family, uh, give us an idea of of who Josh Painter and Sean Lowry are. Why don't you kick us off, Josh, and then we'll go to Sean.
2: All right. Uh, so before I start, I just want to say uh, happy birthday, Sean. Yes. Thanks for being. All right. With, uh, Thanks, man. Yep. Yeah. And I'll uh,
1: Mike. My surprise at the end then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today's Giving Tuesday, so well played, Mike. Well played.
1: You guys set the date, really. That was your
2: doing. I know, totally <laughs> random. Uh, yeah. So my name's Josh Painter. I've been with GoBundan for just over a year now. Uh, I'll be 40 years old in January. Uh, happily married for the last five years. Uh, I've got two really old children from a previous marriage because I knocked up my girlfriend in high school. So I've got a son who's 22, and he's uh, an air traffic controller in the Navy. Um, And then I've got a 19-year-old daughter who's in her second year um, at UCSD as a psychology major. Um, I own an independent real estate company. Um, I love setting crazy goals and just trying to achieve them as fast as I can. Um, And one thing that's always been a constant is I love music. I love listening to it, playing it, playing the drums all year. And uh, one little known fact about me that everyone's usually shocked when they find out is that I was a prison guard for five years in a previous life. That is
1: me. The stories you can tell about those days. Awesome. Cool. We're glad to have you here, Josh. You've been amazing. One thing that's really cool about Josh is that um, I think you're a member right at a year or maybe even just under in that range. But in such a short time to be able to get nominated and then voted into uh, the position to, to win this, which is a peer-reviewed thing, I think speaks to your ability to connect and to make an impression on people. And you do it in such a way where you have such a quiet uh, nature to you. So I really appreciate the way you um, entered the tribe and really spread yourself and your wisdom around and got to know people. You've added so much value, so we're happy to have you here, uh, Josh. And uh, Sean, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about Mr. Sean Lowry.
3: Yeah, I just want to thank you, Mike, and congratulations to Josh, and thank you to all the guys that voted for both of us. It's, it's an honor. It really caught me off guard. So a little bit about me is I'm born and raised in the Philadelphia area. I haven't moved too far, about five miles from where I grew up, maybe 10 at most, and happy with that for now. Uh, but really, it's, it's been, a, it's been a, a pretty good life overall. So you know, growing up in the Philadelphia area, I went to high school there, college up in Central PA, had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Got a finance degree because I figured that's what I was supposed to do as a guy, and then got a you know a, a random stepping stone job and hated it. So I quit my job in my early 20s. I was wandering through life. Ironically, got a job at 1-800. Got junk hauling trash. So I guess that's my not quite as cool as Josh Painter being a prison guard for five years. But it's so funny to you know to be in Go Abundance with Cameron Harold when 10 years ago I was making $11 an hour working for him. So go figure. But uh, you know, from that moment forward, it was just a just a constant, constantly seeking a path that I was satisfied with, and that's that has never ended to this day. Uh, but really, uh, you know, ten years ago, I, I've actually been married ten years, and when we were in Belize together, I celebrated my ten year anniversary with Cheryl, my wife. We have two awesome boys, five and seven, and today is my birthday, thirty seven years old. So uh, I just wanted to put this event for today just to further celebrate me. So thank you for that. But really, it's, uh, it's the, the concept of genuine contribution. You know, it, in, my, in my youth, not to say I'm an old man or anything, but it was always like, well, let me, let me kill it and make a lot of money and save a lot, then I can give back. And there's still an element of that that I'm fighting through. But my whole nature in my entire life has always been a giver first. It's always been to make people feel comfortable. It's always been to find ways to, to add value to other people's lives. So to earn this, to earn this, uh, this award of sorts or recognition, it, it means a lot just for everything I've done in my life that you know, I'm not looking for any fanfare, but quietly just making other people's lives as, as good as possible. And actually I, I ran, into the, uh, ran into another GoBro today who reminded me of how I helped him out of a tough time. And you know, I, I'm thinking back and I, I do that as much as I can. Anybody that's, I, I can sense their energy when they're down. And I, yeah, you know, that's, that's some element of contribution. Uh, but lately it's been, you know, I remember uh, Dave Osborne, he gave very simple advice a couple years ago at an event. He said, there's two things that we should be working for in life, knowledge and equity, knowledge or equity. And I'm like, all right, well, that makes, that makes a lot of sense to me. So equity takes many forms to me. And I started the, the wealth building Wednesday just as a way to add value back to the guys in the tribe. I'm not at a point where I can invest a lot of money into other people's opportunities or I'm not quite there yet, but I can add value in other ways. So the past <laughs> couple years have been, have been, uh, you know, offering contribution and value in different forms as far as offering uh, that platform to help educate the guys in the group on different different ways to build their wealth and you know, myself to earn equity and opportunities and con- contribute to different uh, investment opportunities in different ways just through sweat equity so and, and this and Again, contribution takes many forms. It's looking to really grow on that. So I'm honored. I look up to a lot of guys in this category. I think so many guys could have earned the pillar killer, right? The designation in my mind, they, they deserve it just as much as I do or Josh does. But looking forward to share whatever wisdom I can impart today. Cool. And awesome, Sean. Well, thanks so
1: much. Uh, it has been a great um, asset to all of us for you to continue with Wealth Building Wednesdays. I know that it can be tough at times when one or two or no guys show up for that when you're you're interviewing them and they think maybe they're going to have an audience and you've, you've really persevered through that. And, uh, you know, we're a year in almost now or not even a year, but you know, you're, you're committed to it and it's the commitment that's finally turning it into something. So I just want to honor you for that. And we'll hear more about that and you know, the impact and why people should even get on those calls to begin with here later on as we go through this. Um, but awesome to have you on, and uh, tell us a bit about your, your family life and and, and, that, and what you like to do on a personal level before we continue.
3: Yeah, sure. So with the two boys, they're five and seven, I really focus a lot of my energy and time with them, and that's through travel as much as we possibly can. It's typically either a fam abundance or a one life fully lived event, which my wife is the head volunteer of now for many of the activities. So that's just awesome to be able to share that experience with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got an idea from, I think, Jim Shields. I do daddy date night every single week with the boys for the past year and a half. And that is, it's just been religious. They look forward to it just as much as I do. And that's been a blast. Uh, but yeah, we, we, love to, we love to travel. We, we all love to go bowling every single Sunday. It's my oldest son's favorite activity. Play Frisbee golf. Thank you to, to the guys out in California, Patrick Colomaine, Sam, and Will Little for introducing me to that and Michael Ultimate Frisbee. I love the golf, uh, but it's just, uh, and spend time away. We go up to my parents, have a cabin up in the Pocono mountains in Pennsylvania. And it's just a great respite, great way to just, just disconnect and recharge the batteries. And we love going up there. So that's, that's the main focus. Just spending time with the boys and my wife. Awesome, dude. Cool.
1: Well, I wanted to give him that context. You know, I, uh admire how you show up as a father as well. So I wanted him to get that dimension of you. So I'm glad you, you were able to share that. Um, so, uh, one thing I want to do before we jump into a couple of the stories that I'd love to just hear from each of you, you know, what does genuine contribution mean to you? And, and what, and, or why is this even an important topic? Like, why should somebody try to be better at genuine contribution? And if they were to get better at it, what is it, what is it that they're actually getting better at? So I'd love to just hear your, uh, your answers off the top of your head of, of what those both mean to you because this isn't a pre-prepped question i'm just throwing this out there to you guys but we'd love to just hear your uh hear your answers to that question to get us started
2: yeah a uh, genuine contribution can take uh several forms it could be uh throwing money at a cause that you um feel is very important to you it could be uh volunteering uh, just donating your time it could be As simple as um, helping your neighbor with something that you see, you know, I mean, I I, I used to help my neighbor's uh, father get in and out of the car when he was, when he had cancer, you know, that's genuine contribution. So it can take many things. uh, I don't really have a long answer because like you said, that was thrown up, thrown upon us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a good answer. I like the many forms, the distinction of it, you know. Of putting some context to it how about you sean
3: yeah, i think the, the the misperception i had honestly when this when this first well, when i was notified was well like that that's not me yet I, I haven't i don't have a hospital wing named after me you know but it's it's not that i mean my definition just off the top of my head is just doing the right thing in every moment of every day and you know it's it comes down to personality styles with me it's like i i i just uh, i can help someone i know it's a very generic answer but it's if i can help someone in any situation that's i want to be there for them that's how i lead with every every interaction i have uh, there's a a group that i that i've been uh, participating in for several years now uh called kisses for kyle and that's uh, families battling childhood cancer supporting them in any way we can and i remember the first time we we did a thanksgiving meals mike a few years, a couple years back right the first time we we delivered meals and I came across the very last house was in this massive home. Like what the hell are we delivering a Thanksgiving meal for it to this huge home. But it was a family they were hosting from Florida in for, you know, Ch- children's hospital, Philadelphia. And this kid, I mean, he must've been bloated three times his normal size. He couldn't move off the couch with the biggest spirit, so much energy. I love this kid. He was the same age as my oldest son at the time. And I could see the pain that his parents were in more than he was. And we ended up supporting them. I just like I, I just I connected with that kid. We supported them with buying things, pretty much anonymously, for like a walking chair he needs so he could feel like he walked it's Just like things like that. So when your heart screams at you to do something, just taking action on that feeling is how I would define genuine contribution.
1: Wow, when your heart screams at you, taking action on it—that's that's that's important. Of the of pulling at our heartstrings, a lot of times we'll. Feel something towards a cause, but it's so easy to discount that and say, like, well, someone ought to help them, versus stepping into the like, well, if I take action on that, maybe I can be the one that that actually does something. So that's great, awesome answers, guys. Um, So take me back to the beginning of you know you understanding this pillar or being into giving back. Have you always been strong at contribution and giving back? You know, what's kind of your history with this? When did you really get started or really realize the importance of this pillar?
2: Yeah, I'll start. No, I haven't always been strong at it. I really sucked at it for a while. And like Sean said, it's like it was easy for me to always say, well, when I am X, then I can do it. Or when I have X, then I can do it. Um, And uh, I really had two two pivotal moments that i can think of um the first was my 38th birthday and i remember just just kind of reflecting on the year and just thinking like and i actually emailed one of my mentors and i was like hey man just wanted to i just want to share with you that i really just want to be more than just a fucking real estate agent and he replied back and he said he was like dude you're not just a real estate agent like that's just something you do he said you know, Warren Buffett has a real estate license, but no one would say he's just a real estate agent. And at the time, Donald Trump wasn't president and he was like, Donald Trump has a real estate license, but I don't think anyone would say that he's just a real estate agent. You know, that's just, that's something that you do and something that can, can lead to other things. That just, that can just be one thing that, that you do. So I was really stuck at the time in that mentality of like, that's what defined me. And then, so I realized that doesn't have to define me. Um, and then the second event, you and I were both there um, in Cleveland when the first time I saw Jeff Hoffman, and it might've been the first time you saw him too, and he told a story about sitting at home alone at night watching television. And if I ruined his whole keynote at Steamboat, I apologize. But uh, a news story came on about like these women that were crying and the women were living in a shelter for abused women. The shelter had run out of money um, and it was closing and the owners were being evicted and, you know, Jeff Hoffman and flipped to another channel and just thought to himself, man, they should help those women. They should do something for them. And then it hit him and he, he jumped out of the chair and wrote on the wall, like there is no they. Because if every single person watching the news said they should do something, then who does something? Nobody. Um, so there really isn't a they. There's, there's we and us. and And they don't solve problems we do. So I think my breakthrough in that, in this pillar was just the realization that i could use real estate as a vehicle to kind of impact my community and and be the they that should do something
1: Mm. yeah that's impactful i love that we'll we'll come to what you actually did here in a minute let's let sean answer this question and then we'll continue with some of your story too josh but and i'll cue your video up here because nothing will tell the story uh, like that video will. Uh, so, Sean, tell us, buddy, take us back to the beginning or when you got started with this pillar.
3: I think it really, I started to take action on it. Again, I, I just, uh, being a if, uh, an emotional being that I am, it's just when I, when I honor what my body is telling me on a consistent basis. So the first thing that popped in my head was the, back in college, and like, that's kind of a goofy example, but there was no, there was no recycling program at all, so you know, I felt strongly that all this wasted aluminum cans and newspapers and bottles, and it seemed really foolish to me, and a misuse of resources, whatever, so I had to present in front of the president of the university, and I took charge of that, and ended up creating an entire recycling program on our campus that you know, today is just going well, but I used to pick up the cans myself and put them in. It was crazy, but I did, and it, and uh, that was just something that gnawed at me for four years, and then senior year, I finally took action. But it's like, it's it just, I, I listen to my heart. I mean, it's like the, there's that example, there's being a vegetarian for five years and eating probably 80% vegetarian today because of animal welfare. Like that, that to me is genuine contribution to that. I mean, it's just something that gnaws at me every single day, helping the causes that are important to me, like the childhood cancer. I can't imagine my kids going through that. So, but it's like, it also, you know, this conversation highlights in my mind that there's so much more that could be done. There's so many more times I... I say no or I say I'll do it later and then the whole year flies by. So it's an opportunity, if nothing else, to really take action even more next year going forward.
1: Awesome. I love that story of seeing something that you know you could make a difference on and how eventually you you know it gnawed at you and then you finally took action. What a cool thing. And now it's like you've left a legacy to that school. You could literally add up probably how much material comes out of that school that's recycled every year and you could think about the impact that that had on the planet just that one person taking action on that what does that impact look like and that's just one topic of one thing in one school in one place so you're right there's so many areas where a person that says there is no they it's either we or us it's, it, you know, that's the only thing that's ever made any difference and created change. So I love that story, Sean, that's awesome. Uh, so Josh, tell us what you ended up doing, a little preview and then we'll show the video and then you can explain more what that's looked like and the impact of, uh, of supporting Front Row with your business.
2: Yeah, so um, one, one of the things I did early on was just, uh, just kinda jump right into uh, helping with uh, Front Row Foundation. Um, one of the things that we did um, and I actually rallied my, my entire company around it was, Hey, what if we just set aside uh, X amount of dollars, a um, hundred bucks? Like I just asked them to each do 50 bucks per deal and I would match the 50 bucks per deal. Um, and if it was my own deal, I just did a hundred bucks and I said, we'll just donate this to front row foundation. Like how does everyone feel about that? And They were overwhelmingly on board. And so, um, that just kind of snowballed into us, uh, sponsoring, uh, specific, um, events through Front Row Foundation. So I think that's probably a good segue.
1: Cool. All right. Here, let me see if I can, uh, get this going without messing up anything. Hey guys, September's almost
0: over. Guess how many homes we're going to sell this month? Yeah. Who gives a shit? No. And you're not supposed to. See, right now, on social media, all I see are agents posting about just listed, just sold, just did this, just did that, look at me, look at me, no one gives a shit. The only statistic that matters is, how did you make impact today? How did you change someone's life? Right now, I want to introduce you to Jaden. See, Jaden is five years old, and he's battling a cancerous brain and spinal tumor. And his only dream is to go to the Barnum & Bailey Circus in Denver next month. And so, by donating a portion of our proceeds from all of our sales in September, we, through the Front Row Foundation, were actually able to make Jaden's dream of going to the circus next month come true. Right now, I'm going to play a video for you of Jaden finding out that he's going to go to the circus next month. We
1: have something for Jaden. Congratulations, Jaden! <laughs> you
0: what I want to do right now is take a moment to thank everyone who did buy a home of us in September. It's not the number that matters. It's that you contributed to Jaden going to the circus. You made a difference. So thank you, Annette Santoyo, Lindsay Sheehy, Valerie Ordonez, Kristen Minnie De La Torre, Brenda Lagos, Christine Mullen, Stella Lemmy, David Australia, Steve Biddle, Kristen Debbie Dodson, thanks Garrett, Steve, Craig, Bob, Sal, thank you guys so much. You sent Jaden to the circus. You changed her
1: life. Awesome. So, what a cool just example uh, of you know genuine contribution in action. So, I'd love to hear just you know how that went over with everybody. Tell us you know what you know how you're still using or utilizing that idea in the future. Tell us more about that.
2: Yeah, um, so this idea went over um, uh, beyond my craziest expectations. I know the YouTube got like 260-some views, but that's mainly because we put it on Facebook where I got like 8,000 views. Um, more than anything, I realized that I could use philanthropy to involve my clients in the process, and by giving our clients credit and showing them um what working with our company did to change the world it, it kind of gave them you know ownership and 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 let them know that 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 they're part of the process and and we were we tagged them in the video and, and we got responses like oh my god i i had no idea that's amazing and and at the same time raised awareness for uh front row foundation
1: yeah, yeah and I, I love that and it, it's it's really um it's such a universal concept that could be applied in any business yeah. um, where, where you've got customers because if you donate a portion of sales to any cause, whatever cause it might be, you're involving uh, the entire uh, community, which is your customers, in a cause. And you can really tie it back. I love how you tied it back to a real story, a real person, so that they could feel the connection to Jaden in that, that moment it was created by the Front Row Foundation, and uh, so whether it's Front Row Foundation or you know even One Life Fully Lived, and you know Tim uh, couldn't be on the call today with us. He he actually has something happened; his front tooth, I think, got knocked out. So he was thinking maybe Zoom would not be a good good format for him to share. Uh, it would have been great for all of us to have him share with one tooth here. But uh, but anyways, you know Tim works really hard on. One Life Fully Lived, and they're moving towards a model where it's one day for, for youth, um, underprivileged, underserved youth at risk, and uh, that's the main model. And so whether it's serving inner-city youth or child uh, kids with cancer or Front Row Foundation, which is a whole wide array of people in challenging situations, I think that idea can be um, scaled and used in any GoBundance Brothers uh, business um, and Josh, what do you think it resorts, resulted in more business and bringing attention to to you? Like, what's the pro, like what's the profitability sense of that? Is it a good business move from just a profit sense?
2: Yeah, it's certainly a good business move. I I don't know that I can tie any specific transaction to that, nor nor do I feel the need to. I just know that it. it it helps you, uh, it helps your business when you're recruiting people because people just like our, our sales clients want to work with people that they know, like, and trust. So do other real estate agents. They want to work for a company that they can know, like, and trust. And so, uh, it definitely, it definitely helped me find people that, that align with me when I say, Hey, this is who I am. Do you, do you agree with this or not? You know I mean? If if you watch that and you hear who gives a shit and you laugh, then we're probably going to be a good fit. And, if you're taken aback, you was know, well, probably not. So I mean, definitely helps in that way. Um, and, and same with clients, you know. And they, so so yeah. I mean, certainly it doesn't it doesn't hurt with business. And, and I think. Yeah.
1: It- Let me show a little couple of just some stats. There's a book on this topic you might want to check out called "Firms of Endearment." and here's just a graph of how these are firms that's business model connected to a greater sense of purpose where they're serving in some way the world through their business model and they've studied these these companies and you probably can't see it but this middle orange graph here is the firms of endearment uh companies that they followed and they've outperformed the s p 500 Uh, by uh, 1681 percent on a profitability basis so I share that so that we all understand that giving back isn't just a good idea that makes us feel good and you know that that makes other people feel good that this is actually a good business model to be giving back and I would say that that's true for your business but also for you personally, I think it's a good personal brand model, right? The people who are more generous, there's a book, Give and Take, you could check out or The Go-Giver, but the studies that have been done on, of, on how generous people end up finishing in the world, it's, they finish very high. They're very much at the top. There's something to this generosity piece that goes beyond just the feel-good stuff. So I wanted to just throw that in there and add that sort of layer of, of context. So uh, Sean, I'd like to uh, bounce over to you here for a minute and why don't you share a couple of your breakthroughs and ways that you've contributed? I'd love to hear all about wealth building Wednesdays selfishly I, I and, and on your behalf I'd love for you to even do a commercial on why people should be getting on this because it is a format that you've decided I'm gonna contribute this to the tribe. I believe there's a lot of value in that uh, in that call when you put it on, but I'd love to hear about that and any other breakthroughs you've had around contributions. So uh, take us away, Mr. Sean Lowry, birthday boy.
3: I'd love to, if I, could I just go back to Josh though? I just have a yeah, question yeah, for, for it, him. Bro. And then I comment, Mark, Mark just posted a question I want to talk to too. Cool. So Josh, I mean, Josh, we're both in real estate, but it has nothing to do with that. I mean, I think we can all incorporate that into our businesses somehow, some way. I'm just, I'm curious, not doing that at all right now, but having a, a cause that I strongly want to support Something like Impact Club, would you say that's that's a helpful factor? Is that a necessity for someone, or can we? How do we create that organically in our own right, regardless of what business we have? Is a good place to
2: start. The actual Impact Club, or just something like? No, that? No, I guess or? like I
3: don't I don't know. Is it a, just even some nuts and bolts? Like, what, is it a percentage of your revenue? I mean, and how 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 prolifically do you market this to your client database or advertise this? Yeah.
1: Well, we're going to. We're gonna come to the whole impact story in a minute, so okay. that's a separate thing than him just tying front row donations to his business. So, answer on just that part first, Josh. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, as far as like, because the front row contributions is where it started, and it was literally like, what can I, what can I get people to agree to that are within the organization to where it's not gonna hurt them? It'll make them feel good more than it affects their wallet. You know what I mean? And that's where I came up with like literally a hundred bucks and it's seriously 50 bucks to them um, and these are real estate agents so that's not shit so i was like hey can we all just can we do this and um and, and i mean i just i it's just like anything man i just instantly started it like uh and you know what i probably talked about it for a while before i did it just like everything else i do <laughs> you know i've got a I, i've got a to-do list forever and i'm like uh, i'm doing stuff now that i talked about two years ago so i mean, I, 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 I know that doesn't help you, but it, literally, I just had to be like, fuck okay, it. I'm, I'm doing this now, you know, and like who, who's in and just pitching it. And I hope that answers your question.
3: Yeah. And then the other part I had was, and hopefully it benefits others is exploitation of it. I mean, is there ever a concern you're crossing the line of, of being, you know, I don't know what the right term is, but exploiting, Hey, look at this charitable effort I'm putting into it and not being a sleazeball ball about it.
2: No, because, um, if you do it the right way and you give credit to others, you can never, it's almost impossible to be accused of, of doing something right. It's, it's only, you can, you're only even maybe going to get accused of that if you're trying to take all the credit. So I make, I make a pretty big effort to always say, like give the credit to others. Um, and even like Impact Club, which we'll talk about later, when people always thank me for doing something and I just always remind them that my contribution is the same as theirs and that I couldn't do it without them and, it, and that it only works when, when all of us are, are in it. Um, so I would say as long as you are always giving credit to others because, I mean, truthfully, it really does take the entire village um, as long as you're doing that. Uh, the only, honestly, man, the only people that are going to accuse you of that are just other real estate agents who are haters anyway. So
3: <laughs> like <two>
1: gives the <laughs> shit? Yeah, and that came up more when you did Impact Club than it did from this. I think, you know, Sean, I would just add to it, like you could scale this to where the public really didn't know about it at all, where only your customers knew that they gave, that they impacted. And I think if you'd knock it down to that level where it's not even being known to the world at all, only to the customer, that's pretty simple that you're not trying to just broadcast it to the world. And at the same time, I think if you also try to draw attention to the cause so josh shared involve more people so it's not just you taking credit but also making sure that you're drawing attention to a particular cause at the same time because it's hard for someone to go man josh painter's a dick why did he give that that to jaden and then promote this front row foundation that's bullshit. like you'd have to be a real asshole to to take any type of stance against that particular piece um yeah,
2: and I'd ha- I'd have to check the video again, but I'm ninety nine percent certain I never said the word I. I think I always said we and you and and you guys, it's like I purposely wanted to give credit to really to the clients that helped it because again can't do it without them.
1: Yeah, luckily they cut out the part where when it was over you went. I'm the and drop shit. the mic. Drop, the, the, drop mic. the mic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, Sean, tell us about uh, some of your breakthroughs and contributions and what you've done in this, this arena.
3: Sure. And just a, a quick mention of what uh, Mark Schwager just posted about B, uh, consider a B Corp designation for your business. And just uh, to let you know, someone that I know really well works for B Lab, which is in Pennsylvania, but they can help your company consider getting designated as a B Corp, which is all about social and environmental accountability and transparency is something to consider so yeah the uh, if i could just focus on the, the wealth building wednesday that I, I really think it's been over a year mike i mean probably a year and a half almost i think but that is that yeah. really was um it's it's funny how it's over that time it's 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 contributed in so many ways and i hope it's certainly added value to some of the other gobros i i hope but it's become fun in that i First of all, for me personally, I've I've broadened my knowledge in such an incredible way with all of these guests that we've had on and the GoBros that we've we've spotlighted, and it's forced me to at least the decision I made was to do research on each of the guests that I have and what they're talking about and all this angel and all these concepts that I kn- I knew nothing about, and it's just very interesting to me. If, if Mike, can I just share my screen for a second, or do yeah, you want to? Go
1: for it. Okay. I think you should be able to. This will be the first time a guest has shared their screen, so.
3: All right. Let me close.
1: We're the testing one.
3: technology. Right. There we go. All right.
1: Yep, it's working.
3: Right. I don't have Josh Painter's ex-girlfriend up here. Okay, we're good. All right, cool. <laughs> so, so for the guys that don't know, I mean, the you have the GoBundance Elite page. This is the Wealth Building Wednesday Facebook page. Just to give you a, just a quick taste of what I mean by the diversity of, of guests that we have. And, and the contribution is to you guys, of course, to educate you on just different niches that other guys are just absolutely killing it at whether the go abundance guys or the special guests and obviously investment opportunities as well so anyone sitting on some idle cash that's looking to, to, to park their money with with uh, some solid guys these are, are just a, a great diversity of opportunities so just case in point I know Josh you would you would suggest that I, I put these advertisements out a little earlier than a day in advance <laughs> which mm-hmm. I, you know it makes sense so I did that and so like we have a guest coming on next week that um, Andrew Cushman knows Wade Miller, he's, a, he's a, a builder, a developer, an investor that he is, um, he reached a level of financial security and freedom that he decided a year and a half ago to sail around the world. So he has been for the past year and a half just on a sailboat traveling the entire, circumventing the entire globe. And he decided he's, he's going to join Go Abundance, but he might hold it off because he wants to extend the trip another year. Meanwhile, he has multi-million dollar businesses still running as if nothing has stopped. So to get some perspective from a guy that has not only achieved financial freedom, but taken that to the next level and pursued an incredible bucket list adventure, that'll just be an awesome conversation. Not an investment opportunity, just an awesome conversation. The 13th, we have a commercial building investor, Jeff Benson. I think it was Derek Warren that connected me with him. Uh, Maybe Josh Friedenson, I I forget. I apologize. Whoever it was. But this guy, he he bought $400 million of commercial value-add commercial buildings in the Southeast uh, in a seven month span last year, so I mean just to learn from this guy, not to mention there 's a viable investment opportunity to earn you know eight percent pref plus seventy to eighty percent equity on top. Here you go, great guy right there. Uh, we have a guy coming up tomorrow that is, that invented a product he 's actually going to be at uh, steamboat mike uh, he 's doing the shark tank with us. Uh, he is, he created a thing called somewhere. Basically it's a tiny device you attach to your camera, your, your phone, excuse me. And no matter where you are in the world, you have connectivity. So it's good for disaster relief organizations. It's good for a lot of us that do worldwide travels. And if you're in a sparsely populated area and you typically would not get signal, you have signal 24 seven at all times. So imagine, imagine the power in that and, and the, the amount of people that might be interested and, it's just a really cool insight that he has. And again, that's a viable angel investment opportunity. But it, you can scroll back and just see just a, a tremendous diversity of...
1: Can you post all of the, uh, the, the uh, previous calls in there so someone could go back and access these, right? They Absolutely. Won't.
3: They're all there from the beginning. I might have missed a couple here and there. But back when I think Cushman was one of my first guests pitching one of his deals and teaching us about multifamily. We've had high volume flipping with Devin Elder. We've had uh, David Lawver talking about his luxury flipping, Matt Faircloth, 198 units. We've had uh, angel investment galore with startup companies all over the country. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it's pretty cool. So you know, if you have not explored that, please do. Uh, my, my goal is to add value to you guys. That's really, from a contribution standpoint, I do want to get a better feel over time with making sure that I'm, I'm hitting the right points here, covering topics of interest, doing my best to shorten these calls to... You know half an hour but it's tough because we get so into the conversation but i'd ask you guys to welcome you to explore that and hop on the calls or listen to the recordings the recordings are always there and reach out to these guys i mean to add value and contribution to these guys that are taking action and true entrepreneurs at the deepest level possible you know putting their their livelihood on the, on the line for some of these things they're creating it's pretty awesome so whatever support we can provide them will be awesome so it's been, it's been a fun, tremendous growing opportunity for me, uh, adding value in many ways, and just it's made me a smarter person and interested in a lot of new things.
1: Yeah, awesome. Fun. Well, Sean, uh, let me just say on behalf of the elders and the tribe, thank you for, for doing that. I think um, it's an awesome opportunity for people to learn about investment deals and business opportunities. Uh, also, I love that it's helped you to up your game because what you did is you created a habit and made a commitment that would force you to learn about investment deals every single week. And I think that's the beautiful part about contribution is if you do it in a way that is something that's pulling at your heart, I think is what is how you described it earlier. Uh, it becomes something where you're giving something of value that's that's important to you, either a talent or a strength or something that you love or or are interested in. You're able to get that equity or knowledge um, from from that experience. So I love that, uh, Sean, that you're doing that. And uh, you know, I think you guys are going back and watching those. And if you're in Go Abundance Elite, we automatically add you to that Facebook page. If for some reason you're not added to the Wealth Building Wednesdays. Uh, page we can we can add you just let us know or request to join it search it on facebook but uh and it's it's is it usually every every wednesday sean have you been pretty consistent or at least twice a month i think is is been pretty consistent right
3: it has i mean obviously holidays and trips and whatnot but it's otherwise it's pretty much every every week i have available
2: yes cool love it well yeah I i just want to say thanks too like wealth building wednesday to me is one of one of my favorite parts of GoBundance and whenever I'm whenever I'm talking about GoBundance to people that I know are in other masterminds and encouraging them like that's one of the selling features is like hey once a week we have like our mini Shark Tank where you can choose to be in or out like that's that's, that's actually a huge selling feature
3: just so you know that's cool thank you and I, I would say just Take the opportunity. I'm asking you guys that are that are hearing this now. I mean, please reach out to me. I, I really the, the the originating idea was to spotlight you guys, not just special guests. Like it's cool to bring other other guests in and give you opportunities, but I there's there's so many guys in GoBundis doing amazing things that we haven't even scraped the surface on, and I don't know everyone, so I need you guys to PM me or text me, or email me, whatever, and just reach out. I'll get you on the call. I'd love to have more GoBros than special guests.
1: Yeah. So you, the ways you can support Wealth Building Wednesdays are to to have a guest that we have on, for you to get on as a guest, for you to just be on to learn and be a somebody that's present on the call asking questions. Anything else they can do that would uh, that would help support Wealth Building Wednesdays? Sean? I mean, it,
3: it, here's the thing. I mean, it really, if you, you pull back the curtain behind the scenes, these guys are. I'm not setting any unrealistic expectations with any of the guests. I realized quickly I, I should not do that. It's not the right thing to do for them. But they do follow up and ask, "Hey, what's the feedback?" And if I don't get any, it's very hard for me to to add any value to them. Hey, thanks for spending an hour of your time, but we had zero thoughts from any of the guys. So you know, Nobody it's like your
1: shit at all. yeah, it's
3: like. But I know people are watching. I get that. So just 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 make a comment on there. It sucked. This guy's a weasel. I've had people email me privately and all that and that kind of thing. But it'd really be helpful to get a conversation going, and that would uh, that would be. Uh, enable me to have the follow-up conversations with these guys that are checking in with me
1: yeah i'd love to see you give the feedback to the guy who everyone said was a weasel if like <laughs> just be a fly on the wall when you're delivering that news because you're you know one thing i love about you sean is like you're a genuinely like polite and nice guy like all the time and same thing with josh actually you guys are not you know not similar to me in that regard i can be a little abrasive or get hangry or whatever at times but you guys are like amazingly nice and calm and it, so is that just a natural feature of being great at genuine contribution or, you know where does that come from both of you guys are just amazing in that regard
3: i mean for me it's just for me i'd rather do someone something for someone else than myself you know that's what it's just that's just that's my nature I'm more concerned about other people's happiness at times than my own, which I realized after uh, listening to Maddie A's podcast with, uh, who's that guy that talked about self-love? I know that's a general concept, but loving yourself first, and then you can give so much more love to others. So anyway, that's a side note, but that's where it stems from. And that's just my nature. I want to make other people happy and feel comfortable and add value to their lives. And that makes me feel good inside.
1: Mm, yeah, you do a great job with that. Well, Josh, anything to add to that?
2: No, not really. I just um, I'm just an easy go and uh, live in the moment. Realize that uh, I can't even change anything for five minutes ago, and and I don't know what's going to happen five minutes from now. So just try to stay present and and realize that a lot of shit would have to go wrong for me to not eat dinner tonight. You know, I mean, there's people that wake up not knowing where they're going to get their water. So we're pretty we we're pretty fortunate just to even live in this country and win that lottery. So.
3: What was oh, it like really. as What was it like as a prison guard? Were you easygoing then, too?
2: I actually was, man. Because uh, there's two train of thoughts, man. You could be like this asshole, and then like literally a thousand criminals want to kill you, like you're their target. Or you could, <laughs> could be easygoing, like me, and never nothing ever happens.
1: <laughs> you get paid <laughs> the same no matter what, right? Yeah, like <laughs>
2: the, there was guys that were like full on gung ho, and like I said, like there were people that really wanted to kill them, like murder them. And I was like, why man? Like, yeah, like
1: guys they're guys not are... going to be there forever either. Like some of yeah. them will get out someday.
2: Yeah. So, and it was, I mean, it was kind of weird because sometimes I'd see like my friends from high school come in for like bullshit that, I mean, quite literally any of us on the call and listening probably could have gotten arrested for at some point, you know? So I was like, I just really, um, I don't know, man. It. it I think I humanized them a lot more than, than they brainwash you to. And there has to be certain, man, we are just getting on a tangent, aren't we? But there has to be like a certain amount of brainwashing, you know, to, to do that job because, I mean, you kind of, sometimes it's a thousand against 40, you know, 40 people on the ship. So you're going to have to work together and, and become this like little tribe. But anyway, I don't even know where I'm going with that. I, I didn't uh, I, 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 I got rid of the brainwashing and then uh, just take it easy (laughs) Uh,
1: nice so comment len says crush it pk boys so so we're going to come to the uh, story of impact club because i love that and i think guys Mm -hmm. could benefit from learning about that i did want to point out one cool thing or one idea that i had and that is um this whole idea of serving others or even just how we walk through the world i know one thing i'm always working on which is a form of genuine contribution is how do I tread lightly in the world and really walk through the world in a way where I'm understanding of other people's positions and where they're at in life. Because, you know, it's easy to get really mad at somebody because you see that they're acting out in public or that there's, they're maybe not being kind or you see this in the world. It's easy to go screw that guy. What a jerk. I can't believe he'd yell at his kid or I can't believe that they would do this or that. But I think there's an act of genuine contribution, which is just being forgiving to people and knowing that you know maybe that person's having the worst day of their life, or you know we don't know what they're going through honestly, so can we have that level of sympathy and understanding and and really uh, meet people where they are and give them maybe some hope or some belief where they didn't have it before? and I think that's an important aspect of this idea of genuine contribution is you can literally just walk through the world in a way where you're contributing and serving and adding value, which is something I think both of you guys really represent at, at, at such a high level. So can, can Josh, tell us about Impact Club because this is such a cool idea and so scalable and something anyone listening to this call could get inspired to go start in their own community. Literally, they could be doing it in a, within the next few months. So tell us about how you got started with the Impact Club. What is it and what has been the overall impact of it? And I do want to hear the story about the asshole that tried to call you out on it because that <laughs> that's pretty cool too. So.
2: All right. So uh, first of all, what it is, the, the idea was get 100 people to meet and write a $100 check each, uh, $10,000. And you have three charities come and they're nominated and they're drawn randomly, you know, because we got like 20 nominations the first event. We randomly drew three, and we told them to come and give us a five-minute story. Um, And you got five minutes, you know. Whoever has the best story is going to win because people want to cry and they want to feel good. So, And that's what's been happening. The best story has been winning. Uh, So uh, the first event, we had a goal of 100 people, $100 each, $10,000. Well, within seven days of starting, we had over 100 people. Uh, so then I was like, holy shit, how much are we going to get? Um, so at our first event, we ended up having 18,000 people, fuck no, 180 people come and write hundred dollar checks for 18,000. Um, and we had three charities present and we all voted and the, and it's winner takes all. Right. Um, so, uh, the charity, which, uh, gets like, gives, um, gently used clothing to kids in in school that can't afford them. Like they have to get a referral from a teacher. Like, Hey, this kid is looking pretty shabby, shaggy and wearing the same clothes every day. So they get, they fit them with a wardrobe. So uh, we raised $18,000 for that. Um, And so we meet once a quarter and we do that. And every, we've done four events this year. And so we've gotten right around $80,000 to local charities within our community. And they have to be within our community because that's, the whole point is that we're giving back. So, uh, Where did this come from? Um, I'm going to call it the R&D process, uh, rip off and duplicate. So there's a group called 100 Men Who Give a Damn, and then um, the women couldn't let that be, so they started their own 100 Women Who Care group. Uh, so uh, the, the, the fatal move in each of them is that one excludes the other, right? So you got... Trying to get a hundred men over here and in these cities doing this, and then you got a hundred women over here, and and I mean I've heard like just ridiculous things like how they they stop at a hundred and won't let anyone else in. So um, and this mastermind that I'm in with some other real estate agents, we were like, how can we just crush this? So uh, we started Impact Club, which is now registered trademark, men and women. So we've. <laughs> just doubled our numbers right there um i've noticed that those guys will use a facebook page which if anyone has a facebook page you know you get little to no engagement because you need to pay for it so what i did was um i used my personal facebook profile um to play a video and tag 99 people because i think the limit is 99 or 100 and then uh we asked um, uh, a Cialdini influence question to guilt people into doing it and we said can i count on you because Nobody wants to feel like they can't be counted on. So we were asking all of our friends, can, we, can, can I count on you? And no one wants to say no, so they would say yes. And then we asked them to share that post and tag their friends. And so anyway, that's my real long story of how we got like instant virality and had 180 community members at the first event. You know, I went in, I went in to get my haircut where I've been going for like six years and I had my Impact Club shirt on before the first event and uh, the owner who's also a city council member who I'd never said a word to right when I walked in he was like oh we were just talking about you and i'm like what the fuck like what is going on you know uh it was just crazy how it how it took off so um that's where it is that's where it originated from and like i said we raised 80,000 for local charities this year and we're hoping to um double that next year if possible
1: and is all eighty thousand the events you've done, or is that in another city? Because isn't That's there? Nice. And that then what's nice. going on in other cities? Because this is happening in some other cities, right? Yeah,
2: I mean, they're they're all ranging from ten to twenty thousand per event. I think we're at fifteen cities now, maybe give or take. Yeah. So That's, and pretty soon, I think next year we'll probably combined generate over a million dollars.
1: Such yeah. a such a cool idea. It's amazing what. Just a little effort by some by a dedicated group, what the result end result can be when you combine the efforts of a, of so many people, and it's just a hundred bucks each, but the impact is huge. And bringing people together, it's it's really cool. Now I know that it's called Impact Club, and and uh, you're you're named Impact Real Estate. Right, and there's there's some connection to that, and at some point, someone had an issue, right, about that, and tell us that story because I think that relates back to Sean's thing about like when you get to when you get vocal about this, some somebody's gonna have a problem with it if only because they're jealous they didn't do it, right? So. Yeah, for sure.
2: So I've had a I've had my independent real estate company for about seven years now, and so um, man, one of the hardest things to do is name a company, and so when we first started out, it was like fuck man i don't know what what's not taken what sounds whatever and like literally we just settled on somebody raising their hand and going like pacific sounds cool and like okay pacific what and then it was like pacific lifestyle realty and like i mean it's debatable whether my city's even considered pacific i mean i guess in the world sense we're on or near a coast but man we're like an hour from the beach so like, but it never meant anything to me, uh, but it stuck for five years. I mean, it's just like, what do you change it to? And then all of a sudden, like this, the word impact just kept coming up, you know, like impact, impact. So yes, I, I finally, I had something uh, that I could actually get behind. You know, when we started using uh, real estate and our commissions to make an impact, then it all made sense. I was like, oh, impact real estate, because we're actually using real estate to make an impact to our community. Impact Club is kind of like, our thing outside. So when I announced it, you know, a, a lot of real estate agents were gung ho for it. And then right after the first event, you know, I got like this message from one of my friends saying, Hey man, just let you know, like some people are talking shit about it. And so, uh, we just put out an announcement and said, like, you know, if you, if you want to get upset because of a word, uh, then, then that's your choice. But, uh, it, Pretty stupid to do that, you know. I mean, Whole Foods has the Whole Foods Foundation, um, and and why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they have their charitable arm named similar to what their organization is? You know, I mean, especially when a word speaks to you. So, you know, we're using Impact Club as kind of like our our foundation, so to speak. I never I never use it to talk about real estate. I don't use it to promote real estate. Um, I, um, so and. I, I think their fears were unfounded, but it was just a handful of. Uh, again, if anyone's going to hate, it's going to be real estate agents, and and I, and I was telling somebody like I can't, I can't think of any other industry, and and I'm sure there are some, but I can't think of any where you literally have to work hand in hand with your competition to to cooperate. You know, like Whole Foods could just tell the other grocery stores like Fuck off! You know, we have Whole Foods Foundation. <laughs> Deal with it. Like I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. I gotta say, like, hey, man, we're doing good things. And and a lot of the, some of the people that like left without saying it anything or saying why actually came back and said, you know what, we realized that you weren't really doing this to to build your business. You know, I mean, like I said, being a real estate agent is like the least important thing at the end of end of the day. So yeah, well, I
1: love but, it, and and. I love too that that instead of reacting or whatever. I mean, you 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 put out an announcement so that people you could clarify it. But you hired a copywriter to to come up with the message. If I remember the story right, but I think it's knowing that there when we do this kind of work, there could be reactions in people, and that we have to just be prepared for it and know that it's not you know, we we can't react to their reaction. We have to take a high road. And I love how calculating you were navigating that so that it could still feel good to everybody. And obviously you handled it right because people have come back since then and realized that it's not the way you're building your business. It's just a component of your business model. And they ought to learn from that instead of have issue with it. So good on you, Josh. It's it's an exceptional story. I I really, uh, really love that that's something that is available for any one of us to do right away, whether it's the front row idea of tying a portion of every sale to, uh, to something, uh, one life fully lived, it's sponsoring a kid into Dare to Dream, whatever it may be that idea, or scaling into something like Impact Club, either doing that yourself or doing an actual Impact Club with the support of Josh and, and the others that have, have gone before it. So great, great stuff, man, love it, so good. Um, Sean. Any other uh, contribution uh, before we get into maybe anything somebody could do other than what we've already shared, any other stories? I know you mainly focused on your contribution within the tribe, which I think is great. Josh, you're doing so much with your business and outside the tribe. Sean, you do a lot outside the tribe as well, but we've really focused on your story about how you're contributing within the tribe, which I think is an important one as well. And I'm glad we touched on it because you tend to get out of GoBundance whatever you are willing to put into it in some way. And you've really proven that out uh, with how you've approached Wealth Building Wednesdays. Obviously, you're a bad asset too, so it's a little unique in that you're on our leadership team. But I'd love to hear any other uh, breakthroughs or ways that you've contributed. And then Josh and Sean both, will start also moving towards strategies, tactics, any tips or advice we can give them. And then guys that are listening in right now, on Facebook live, if you post any questions in the q and a in the chat box there um or any uh dirty jokes, we may decide to read them on air, but anything you post there would be uh would be cool to see, especially questions for these guys so uh Sean, what do you think buddy
3: yeah the where we little ways it takes shape for me now is and i i really don 't even think about it until you're you're asking that question is. And you know, it's like when, when my wife and I were were in our uh, less than ideal financial situation, we got out of our debt mess through Dave Ramsey, and now we we teach others how to do that. So we are teaching our first Financial Peace University class to other people, couples, whatever that are also. It's the kind of thing you don't talk about. I mean, we do within Go Abundance, and that's a beautiful thing about sharing and being transparent with each other. But in re- reality, it's like I'm having one-on-one meetings with my team today, and we're talking all about financial security. And at the end of the day, you peel all the layers of the onion back. That's the number one thing that drives a lot of the decision-making and emotions and and mindset and and how they they treat their family and their friends is, is where they're at with their, their financial situation. And what I've, what I've experienced and encountered is most people just hide from it. And I've been guilty of that in the past too. So you know, we I really focus – and I, I haven't really – Again, when I, when I think about what is gnawing at me, it's, it's that. I want to be able to provide some sort of platform. I mean, Dave Ramsey, fantastic, no doubt. But just to help others through that, uh, come to terms with it, come to the reality of it. So the, the four members of my team, were, we've committed today, actually, coincidentally, to budget together. So I'll be uh, guiding them through budgeting software that I use and, and helping them. Just, just understand where their money's going, and being more purposeful with uh, their with their spending uh, in two thousand eighteen, just to help them have more left at the end of the day, and also the like I said the Dave Ramsey thing. So really, that, that's it. Just helping other families through the hardships that most of the times does not rise to the surface and is not something that's discussed with others.
1: Man, way to be a leader, and I love what how you what you just brought up there because, you know, all of us are leaders. I think we all lead teams and organizations some of us more than one and uh you know that's another area where our contribution matters and, and matters beyond just our standard role as a job, as a boss because you know the old school of style of leadership was you know i pay you money and you do your work and that's the way the transaction goes and i think that the way of the future is that employees want to be a part of something. They want to be somewhere that inspires them. They want their bosses to care about them and their life. So I commend you, Sean, for caring about your team to a level of like flushing out a topic you know that's sensitive, that they probably hide from, that we all tend to not want to look at, but to make that an integral part of your leadership of your team when it could be all about how many houses they've sold. Or what's going to happen with the goals that are for you next year? But you're focusing in on their goals first. And I think as leaders, if we can really focus in on helping our people to become the best versions of themselves that they can be in every area of their life, which is everything we teach in Go Abundance, right? It's bringing what we teach in Go Abundance to your team, to your family, to your community. So I love that uh, that part of it of how we do that in. In our in our lives of showing up for our the people that we lead, and that's the people in our family too. We're all leaders in our family too. So uh, I love that Sean of helping people to get where they want. So um, here's a question from Len. He says, "What do you value more, giving or raising money or offering your time?" So you know, what do you what works best for you guys? What do you think is more valuable? It's probably a personal uh, answer, but you know. What matters most, our
2: time or our money? I think I would give more time or more value to offering my time but I can honestly say that i probably give more money and help raise more money than I give time because I kind of feel like when I'm raising money or giving money, I'm letting the experts take care of the rest. You know? Um, yeah. And I think are at least I don't know, this might be a limiting belief, but it seems like there's more opportunities to, to give money versus time, but that's probably not true. That's probably just how I perceive it right now.
1: Uh, how about for you, Sean?
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, I'm, I'm looking at it through the lens of where I'm at in life right now, uh, but it's, uh, the honest answer is I, I, I completely I agree with you, Josh. I mean, like, I, I look at the, the organizations I support. They have amazing operators that I trust that have built a system to offer so much value to different families or whatever the, whatever the cause is that I just want to support them and the most support they need, obviously they need volunteers, is money. Without money, you can't do anything. So the long and short is right now I'm offering more time, me personally. However, in the, in the long run, it's the impact of being able to donate to causes that have amazing operators making an amazing difference. That, to me, is, uh, would be the bigger impact ultimately.
1: Yeah, I would I would I would like to throw in an answer as well, which is that I think it's 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 not an either or. And I don't think one's better than the other. I can tell you that each of it each one has its benefit. You know, money is easy if you have it to give, right? Um it's also something that you get a write off from, so there's a, another sort of benefit. Um and it doesn't require any time uh necessarily to do that the thing that it lacks in some way is like a connection of you adding value beyond just money. And I think when we give time, if we choose something where we're getting to add value that's in alignment with our strengths, there's an exponential or a a multiplication of energy there that happens where you're not just giving your time. Now you're giving your time in the form of a, a real skill or gift that you have. So for me, a great example is in giving an hour a week to help Tim with One Life. Um, You know, I'm a financial supporter, but I give leadership help and advice on a weekly call with Tim and Brian. And then I also gave my time to help redesign the One Life event in October and put my own capability and skill set on the line and convince them to let me run with it. And there's a rewarding feeling to me being able to deliver something to one life that was something I felt only I could in those moments and times deliver because I had the right skill set, the right ability, and I was able to just make a commitment and step up to do it like Sean did for Wealth Building Wednesdays. Very similar to that is I want to be a better leader and facilitator. So I put myself in a position where I could add that value. So that's the equity part of it, right, that you get. And the knowledge piece is, is generally going to come from giving your time. You're not going to get as much knowledge or equity in the form of wisdom or connections, I think, if you're just giving your, your money. So,
3: Yeah, I think, you know. it, it, remember, uh, Hal Elrod has that account that he budgets for, mm-hmm. just so that when someone says, hey, I'm raising money for this cause, you can easily click the button and hit yes, and we all do that. And that's easy, but when there's an opportunity to step up as the operator, as the leader that maybe doesn't exist yet or doesn't exist at the level it could, that's when we can contribute time and offer value in that form. So I think it does take both forms, without a doubt. And there's a place for both. There has to be. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, really, I really feel like I missed a, a great opportunity just now. The, there was a quote that I had written down uh, before we even started this interview, and it was from Jim Carrey. And he said, the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. And even before this call, like, I started thinking about how every single one of us is listening right now, like, someday we're going to die. And uh, at the end of our life, really the only thing people are really going to be talking about is the way that we made others feel. Um, Steve Jobs comes to mind. You know, he was worth $10 billion when he died, but nobody made a movie about his net worth. They made a movie showing what a dick he was to his colleagues and, and his family members. And like and like Dr. Seuss, I didn't know, was worth 75 million when he died, but you're never going to see a movie about like his net worth. You're going to see the Grinch where he, you know, shared a story with us. And then, and even lastly, like Robin Williams was also worth 70 something million when he died, but no one really knows that about Robin Williams. What we do know and what we remember him by is like the way that he made us feel, uh, the way he encouraged us to seize the day in dead poet society and, brought laughter into our lives and the way he made all of us grown men cry when he hugged uh, Will Hunting and Good Will Hunting and was like, it's not your fault. And I was like, fuck, man, it's not his fault. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what, like, everyone remembers, is like, how, how you make them feel. So I'm totally amending my answer to uh, giving more value to offering your time.
1: Yeah, and I think our, our contribution of our time – really ends up being the legacy we leave behind and that's the real impact like you know a great example that sean already shared in his story is is the um you know you might have been the only person that had the organizational capability and the passion to start that recycling program at your college and that was a skill set you were contributing to that um, which required some time and, a, and also a part where you had to commit to be the person that was going to take responsibility for whether that happened or not. And it's those types of actions and that sort of sequence that end up leaving a legacy. Same thing you did with Impact Club and, and, and what you did as well, Josh. So great stuff. Uh, so let's, uh, let's start to bring this towards what does somebody do if they're not contributing at all right now or they're not contributing enough, what are the ways that they could get involved and start contributing? We can just rapid fire, share some ideas back and forth. What advice do you have for guys that want to up-level in this pillar uh, right now or in the near future?
2: So I wrote a list. Cool. All right. So Sean just mentioned one of them, and and I learned that exactly from Hal on a phone call. He said, start giving funds from every check you get. You put X amount in an account, it's not your money. It doesn't belong to you anymore. It it never did. It belongs to others. So whenever a cause comes up, you don't even have to think about it. You just write a check from that account. Um, um, Pick a charity that you love or let your employees pick a charity that they love and match their donation up to a certain amount. Um, uh, Today's Giving Tuesday on Facebook, so uh, your timing's impeccable. Um, You can actually search on Facebook for things to donate to um, y- yesterday I saw something come across where like literally they were trying to raise $200 to um, so I guess when, when kids are in the hospital and, and and they're just stuck in the hospital what they do is they start playing with their dolls and they, and so there's this company that literally makes hospital gowns for their dolls to wear while they're in the hospital and, and they needed 200 bucks. And I was like, oh my God, that ain't shit, <laughs> right? But to them, it's like everything. Um, so one of the things that I thought of is like, you could just browse GoFundMe campaigns or you campaigns and surprise the shit out of somebody. Like there's people on there that are trying to raise money for in vitro fertilization. There's people on there trying to raise money to adopt a kid. I mean, you could literally give someone a family that they can't afford to have. Uh, something that we all take for granted, especially knocking out my girlfriend in high school twice. Um, Anyway, and then uh, on any adventure or travel trip that you take, uh, just kind of ask yourself how you can incorporate giving back. I know that's definitely something that I learned from GoBundance. Never did that in my life before, but like we already have a trip to Costa Rica in March and we're already asking like, well, what can we do while we're there?
3: You know?
1: Yeah, love it. Oh, those are all great, man. Such good advice sean what do you think
3: yeah so the something that comes to mind is finding finding a younger version of yourself so what i mean is uh, i brought someone on my team recently that is basically me <laughs> it's so funny the kid is he's, he's my personality he worked the company i worked at before i quit and now uh he's the same hunger passion and drive that i have today and really my challenge to myself is to help him down the path that took me a lot longer to get to and, and see him achieve things faster than I could myself, if that makes sense, just to be a mentor to him. So that, that's, that's a lot of fun for me to, to take him under my wing and you know, certainly leverage his time and talent to, to better my situation, but really to, to see him progress better than I could on my own. I like, I like by, I,
1: by the way, it's, it's worth noting that Josh has done the exact same thing with Garrett in his team. And I know there's, like a similarity between you guys that I'm only realizing, like, as we progress into this call, <laughs> See, like, right? when I, you said
2: that, I was
3: like, Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so funny. That's a great answer. All right. Yeah. I think, I think regardless of personality styles, I mean, following your heart is key. And it, I, I think part of an analogy, it's like when I, when I hear a book recommendation, I immediately put it on my Amazon, um, not the shopping cart but there's a there's a way you can just kind of make a list of later save for later and i have i have about 200 books on there right now and the, the second time i hear it from someone else that i respect i immediately buy it and it's no different for for contributions so it's like to me if your heart is telling you that cause is important to you the decision that you're not making is important to you and you get it a second time you have to just act on it every time i have it it's just made a tremendous impact on my life and then again just finding an organization someone that you trust is operating it so for an organization that means a lot to you. For me, it's, it's one life fully lived. Obviously our charity of choice to go abundance and then kisses for Kyle supporting families with child, battling childhood cancer in Philadelphia. I love that lady that runs it. She lost her, her child at two years old. I do everything and anything I can to support her, whether it's money or time. Again, getting back to Len's question. So those are the things that came to my mind to step it up in, in each of our lives.
1: Yeah, awesome! Such uh, such good things to add it. I love it. Um, so with One Life specifically, I think I'd love to just share in, in a minute or so, and you might take the over on that. But I'd I'd love to just share why is One Life fully lived our charity of choice? Like, is it just because Tim Rode is the founder of Go Abundance and he's the founder of One Life, and so he he needs our help and support, which would be j- enough of a reason I think to to support it, but it's really deeper than that in that really one life fully lived is go abundance, but for people who are never going to get go abundance, if we don't package it and put it into this organization called One Life Fully Lived. And it's a place where we can either have you give some money or your time and your your expertise. So to honor that feeling of fulfillment when you you give something of of value because it's a strength or a talent a skill something that you teach that's one level or even your presence at the event whether you're teaching or not you're there supporting with your time at the event there's also the ability to leverage that through sponsoring the event or just giving it money but here's what you're doing is it's like the barrel of monkeys if you remember that analogy from when we were kids the toy where one monkey is reaching up, the other is reaching down in their little plastic figures. And every monkey is helping another monkey up except for the monkey that's at the bottom, right? That monkey is hanging there with an open arm. And I think the analogy is that we don't wanna just have success and go abundance and then not be there willing to lift another up. And I love that you both brought up the mentorship piece of contribution of finding somebody in your industry that's like you, that that needs that belief or that start self-starting mode and, and a, a leg up, but, but tapping into them and helping them to realize their gifts and talents and lifting them up. Well, One Life is a place to do that in a strategic way. And it could be a place where you find your Garrett or your, your mini Sean Lowry, your next Sean Lowry. And that could be the source of that person for you. It could also be a source you to go there and not get into business with the person, but just during the event, lift them up, give them a hand up. And uh, so I think Tim's created a really unique opportunity for us to go to an event and support it either with our time and talents or with our, our finances or to do both. And so uh, we're going to do some fundraising for One Life at the Steamboat event uh, we'll probably auction off some events and some some special time with our different speakers uh, while we're there, and we may even ask if there's something you want to donate that we could auction for One Life, a coaching session, a, a, a vacation rental, an experience where someone flies in and has dinner with you and your wife, and you take them out, or whatever it may be, if there's something you want to contribute uh, to that auction, let us know, but One Life is an incredible organization, and I know that many people probably don't realize this, but Tim Road puts blood, sweat, and tears into One Life. It's not been an easy road. You end up asking your friends for money, for support, for time, and it's it, you're constantly going back to the well. And uh, just recently, he's had some great breakthroughs, some some things around the model. So it's a great great organization. We just ask that you do your best to support One Life Fully Lived and. In whatever way you might be able to so that'll be my my plug for Timmy uh, since he couldn't make it on the call today but One Life is a great organization not just because of our buddy Tim but because of the goodness and the support it brings to the world and people that need it most so appreciate all the support that you've already given it I know Sean mentioned it but he and his wife Cheryl are big time supporters of One Life Cheryl leads the volunteer team puts in uh tons of hours and time sean as well was on that team and the leadership team did an amazing job so thanks guys and uh uh, all right well let's see do we we don't have any other questions here so we'll just go to some sort of final thoughts and then i'd love to close out with some some appreciation of each of you Uh, but before we do that what closing words or thoughts pieces of advice might you have for the group
2: Man, I feel like like it was all in in our interview. I got nothing left.
1: Nice. you laid it all out there nicely I did
2: done. I did
1: nicely done.
2: sorry, man. You're, all
1: good. <laughs> You're like, can we get to the part where you appreciate us? <laughs> yeah, and then I'll get okay.
3: off definitely.
1: Sean, any closing or parting
3: words, thoughts? I, 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 Josh, I mean, that's that's an easy easy way out. I'll take that path too. But really, it's, I mean, let's not forget about the contribution that we each give each other within GoBundance. I mean, it's like I pick up the phone. I have a question on something. I get an answer right away from multiple people. I mean, it's just amazing. So I would just, I would, uh, I would welcome everybody to just participate as much as they possibly can on any questions that pop up. Use the Facebook page as a resource to, to share insight. I get so much value just looking at some of the like the questions from Sam a couple days ago, Sam Weger, and the responses. It's amazing. So that's contribution through and through. Uh, but aside from that, it's just following, following your heart. That's an, the main thing. I know it's, it's cliche, but really it's taking inventory of what you might be neglect, what you might be neglecting in that space and when're uh, when you're giving that some thought and you're looking back on the, on the past year, I mean there could be areas that you could really inject some more enthusiasm and, and energy into, and that uh, that'd be fun to see
1: yeah, that's awesome um, so a couple of things I forgot I wrote down a couple of things of advice here there is a website called kiva dot com K-I-V-A.com. that's a place to go where you can make micro loans. Uh, to people, and uh, that's a great way to support people, and get you even get your money back uh, almost all the time. The rates of repayment on these micro loans is is pretty fascinating. So Kiva, K-I-V-A.com. Um, also, just doing random acts of kindness. And uh, here's the challenge too that we'll leave everybody with is I would love for everybody to just reflect upon this pillar and how much importance do they put on this pillar compared to the other ones? And to think about not how can you make this number one if it's currently number six, but how can you just add another layer of of focus and attention to this? What's one thing that you could do in 2018? One habit, one thing that would make a difference in the way you're contributing. And if nothing else, just go out into the world and remember that when you're a GoBundance member, a leader, an entrepreneur, with influence like you all are, you have the ability to, to lift somebody up when they're having their worst day ever or to believe in them when no one else believes in them. So when you see somebody who's having a rough day or, or maybe things aren't going great for them, be the one who lifts them up or cuts them a break. You know, give them, Cut them some slack. And that's a great way to just level up right away day to day. That's an easy thing to do. And uh, the the person we need to probably cut the most slack to is ourselves. So make sure you're giving yourself some love and some some appreciation. And let's end here with some appreciation for these guys. You know, I'll start with you, Sean, is that I said this before about both of you, but Sean, you have a real quiet way of leading. I I learned things about you on today's call that I didn't even know about you, ways you've given back. You're you're not the type to brag or boast. You're so humble in your, your nature, your approach. I love how you pour into your team and support their dreams, their goals, and them being better. The way you contribute to one life within our tribe on Wealth Building Wednesdays is so awesome. And another word that came to mind for me when I reflected on you, Sean, is just how selfless you are. And even to the point maybe of your own detriment at times, you're so giving and genuine. And uh, I love that about you because it is coming from a a place of, of real heart how you give it back to kisses for Kyle and the recycling program, the things you've done, you've left a real legacy in the world and uh, just so proud of you, man. Proud to see you as a badassador, as, as the leader of so many uh, great things within GoBundance, our local Philly group. You've added so much leadership to that as well. And, and uh, it's really hard to argue with uh, what a great human being you are in addition to this tribe, Sean. So it's great to have you buddy. Love having you as a friend and a brother, man. Thank and you, thank you, Mike, Mr. Josh. Uh, last but not least, here, you know, I love seeing the commitments that you make. From uh, you're going to meet Eddie V. a couple years ago, and then you did it, and then you're going to uh, Eddie Vedder. That is, in case anybody was wondering, I think there's a restaurant called Eddie V's in Austin. So that, <laughs> just make sure we clarify that. But also, then you made a, a decision the next year to to your big goal is to drum on stage. And, and learn how to drum and you did that and then drummed on stage at, at an actual venue with a real band at that and and then this next year you're thinking of maybe helicopter or whatever it may be but amidst that you're doing amazing things like impact club but those aren't it's not your number one goal that's just something you do and i think that speaks to your genuine uh, part of the contribution uh, the way you support front row is amazing the way you show up for your, your wife, Courtney. Is awesome. Like she adores you. The way that I see her, just appreciate you and you. Her is really great. And uh, you're cool. You're calm. You're collected. You're always so chill. And uh, I love the way you lead in such a chill way, man. You're a great addition of the tribe. I'm happy I stole you from Quantum Leap Mastermind Group. Uh, we're planning to pillage that group and take as many. No, I'm just kidding. It's all good. It's a good share of collaboration. But we're glad to have you in this group, Josh. And uh, Appreciate the contributions you've made already, and I know you're just getting started as this is your first year uh, uh, getting complete with GoAbundant. So, thank you, guys. This has been an awesome call. Uh, any, any final things to say before we we close out?
3: Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Sean. Happy birthday. Sean. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Mike. I, I mean, you really, you should be uh, on this pedestal with us too, all the time and energy and sweat that you put into GoAbundant. So, thank you for everything you have done and continue to do.
1: Yeah, well, thanks, I appreciate that. And uh, I love the tribe, I love contributing to it, and uh, I love that there's guys that are, that are contributing right alongside us. This is the great start of something amazing. You're the first two Pillar Killers for Genuine Contribution, hopefully a long, starting a long line of people in the future that will get to hold this title and this honor. So we thank you guys for being our Genuine Contribution Pillar Killers. And uh, have a great rest of your day. And look at that. We're finishing one minute early. So Boom. You guys use that time to go contribute or do whatever you want to do. <laughs> I'm going
2: to volunteer uh, in one minute.
1: <laughs> all right, guys. All right. You. Thank you. See you guys. Bye, guys. Man, wasn't that awesome? Mr. Josh P. and Sean L. Man,
0: way to grab life big in the pillar killer of genuine contributions. Until next
1: time. Grab it, big boys.
0: Grab life big.